You're listening to The Marriage Project Podcast, episode number 14. The Marriage Project is a community organization that exists to educate a future generation while encouraging and inspiring hope for this one through the portrait of God's design for marriage. It is a collective of stories from couples spanning across the nation and globe to share with you the hope they have found in Jesus. This is a one-stop shop to hear how God has impacted each life here and to shine light and shed light on what our part is in his plan. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Alicia Miller, your host, and I am so excited that you've made it here. If you're listening, that means you were led here some way, and I'm so glad. Welcome. We are in the month of February, which means Valentine's Day is approaching. I still get excited for Valentine's Day. I like Valentine's Day. I've had my share of Galentine's Days in the last few years, but I don't know what this year means for you. If you have something to celebrate this year in your marriage, if you guys have plans, a date night, or maybe you just skip it all together, but it does kind of hit us. We see it all over stores. There's cards, flowers, not flowers. What do we do? How do we, how do we do Valentine's Day? And so with this episode and this month, I couldn't have asked for a better couple to fill the spot. I love how God handpicked Chelsea and Corey DeMattis to be February's featured couple. They have such a vulnerability and just such a honest approach about the way they talk about their marriage. I met Chelsea through Instagram. I love that that platform can be used for good. And I messaged her a while back, probably more than a year ago. I noticed that she had a podcast as well. It stood out to me, this name, Living With Less Podcast. And I clicked over, read her bio, and John 3.30 was what she has as the verse, as the banner over her podcast. And that is, I must decrease so he can increase. I listened to a few of her episodes and was so encouraged by all that she shared in the honesty and the way she articulated where she was at in her walk with the Lord and how she was able to share it so really that I thought, oh my gosh, I want to have her and her husband on the Marriage Project podcast one day. And that one day just happened to be a day or a few days in January of this year. I was able to travel out to them and they're in Westerville, Ohio. Got a little taste for Ohio and was just so humbled and thankful that they took me in for those four nights and I got to get to know them and see their marriage up close. And everything that comes through through their episode is just who they are and who they were in front of me. They're, they don't hide anything. They're just super honest and are the first to admit, hey, we are not each other's best friends. We could not be more opposite. How though do we come together and work together and use the way we're so different for good, for God? How do we get there? But they say they're not there. They're a work in progress. They have gone through some really tough things and things from their past have surfaced that they've had to work through in their marriage. So I think whatever stage of life you're currently in, whatever place you are in your marriage, if it's a really hard place, you're going to be met with such a sincere, caring couple that says, hey, like we're literally just coming out of that or we are still working through that. We can relate. We're with you. That's what I feel when I hear what they say. They are not putting forward or putting out this idea of perfection by any means. And none of us are. That's why we're here. We are here to say, wow, like there is so much that we have to work through and we need Jesus. We need him to help us through 
some of the really hard growing, maturing seasons and we couldn't do it apart from him. We wouldn't even want to do it apart from him. We wouldn't even know how to identify some of the things that need to be worked through apart from him. So as you listen, I pray that you can posture your heart in such a way to receive what um, God wants to say to you through this couple and through their honesty with each other and with him. And yeah, just be encouraged that God is God is on the move. God is working in your marriage and in your heart. He does not waste anything. All right, so I am recording from Columbus, Ohio, and I am with Chelsea and Corey DeMattis. And I thought this would be a fun little intro into who they are. They've so graciously opened up their home to me. And what day is it? Saturday, Sunday. I've been here for a few days, so it's just been a sweet time to get to know them. And I'm so thankful that you guys have let me into your home. And this is what I've over the last couple days being with them that chicken pesto flatbread pizza sausage and pepperoni deep dish clemson is it state or do you just say clemson just clemson (laughs) okay clemson versus ohio state so you guys are honest that there's differences in your marriage Mm -hmm. in some ways you are the total opposites yet at the same time complimentary so when describing that that's your pizza right chelsea the chicken pesto amen (laughs) yes and then me and Corey had the sausage pepperoni deep dish so you enjoy the the deep dish <laughs> so would you guys say that that's a constant thing going on there yes yeah I, I, I would say that it's not sometimes it's like always all the time opposite. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just pizza it's not just football who you root for no yeah okay. all things all yeah. things okay so that's what we're getting at in the same ways that you're opposite there are the ways that there's complementary things mm-hmm. so that god mm-hmm. has handpicked the two of you to be together so the first question I wanted to open up with is that, that you've been through tougher seasons. You've walked mm-hmm. through that even more recently together. So can you share briefly on that season you've been walking through? So I guess I'll start. Hi, I'm Chelsea. Yeah, this is Chelsea. I'm so excited to be here. It has been, first of all, just super fun to have you in our home. And I don't know, this is just super great. Um, Okay, this season, 2019, is really what we're talking about. We're talking about, like, the hardness, Mm -hmm. the hard season that we've been walking through. Yeah, let's go to 2019 since it's the freshest. Okay. And we're just coming out of it. So, I feel like this season has been probably the most beautiful and challenging all in the same breath. Mm -hmm. And within that, I feel like old hurts have resurfaced, Mm -hmm. and then there have been old things that have come up that God wasn't going to allow to be in the dark anymore because Mm -hmm. we needed to work through those things. And for me, and those are through both of us. Like it wasn't just one or the other. It's like, there've been a lot of big things that have come out this year that I think God was finally like, okay, you guys want a better marriage. You both can agree that you Mm -hmm. want a good marriage. So these are the things that have to be like flushed out. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's kind of been like a kind of the death of the marriage we've been living in okay now we're going on to like the resurrected part the Mm. part that is going to be like beautiful Mm. um so I guess I would just say for 2019 more than ever we both saw the things in ourselves that have to die Mm. in order for our marriage to be able to like fully glorify God so that's what I feel like 2019 was in a Mm. crux yeah, so I um I I would agree with that. I I think what 2019 taught us a lot of is mm-hmm. that I think while 
you know, you, you have to choose to love one another in a marriage. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's, and we just, we've been married for just five years now, um, yeah. this past December. Okay. And so leading up to that five year, yeah. you know, it's not always that, that lovey dovey, you're all excited about everything. Um, yeah. there's plenty of that, but, but there's also times when you're like, Oh gosh, why is this so hard? Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a reminder that you have to choose one another in those moments, right? Mm-hmm. Like Christ chose yeah. us. Uh, at the cross. Mm. Um, but I, I think what, what, what came to light for me and I think for us is that, you know, marriage really is a, a unity between two people. Mm. And you, at times, I think that our nature is just to continue to focus on ourselves. And mm. when you still do that at times, even when you think, hey, um, mm. you know, I, I, I don't want to hurt the other person or something like that, you still can. Right. Mm. And so um, I think that's where... It, it really is a team aspect and, and you really have to navigate seasons together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that needs to be instilled from the very beginning. And so sometimes we, you know, we walk through a tough season and others will walk through tough seasons where um, if you are continuing to keep components of yourself before you were yeah. one, um, that's that, you know, it's at some point it's going to bubble up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think that would be something we learn. And that would be my advice to someone yeah. else is, you know, make sure you're navigating that those things beforehand. Yeah. Um, because they, they will at some point in time. <laughs> They'll come uh, out. It will yeah. come out. God Service. will not let things stay in the dark. I like that. that is a truth that he put on my heart, probably in the hardest part of our yeah. season yeah. this year. And I feel like that's one that it isn't just for us it's for everybody like mm-hmm. he's not going to keep things in the dark right right and i i would say with that too that like obviously you know our our, our past is our past but it mm. still impacts our, our present and our future mm. and so with that i would just yeah. say that once you've the soonest you can you can get to talking to one another and bringing things to light the mm. sooner you can get to moving past mm. those things mm. and so it doesn't mean you don't have tough seasons um but it but it certainly means that you know, until then, it just keeps you from being one. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can you can feel like one at certain times, but it's a matter of really getting on the same page. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a little off, but was there a way you navigated that? Like a practical thing for someone that has a, maybe a communication thing where, like, did you write a letter to each other? Was there things that you needed to get off your chest? Or did you say, hey, I need to talk to you? Or what? I mean, I'm sure that um, maybe isn't just an easy answer, but... For me, I will say since then, mm-hmm. I have... Um, and we did go to counseling mm-hmm. about this and have talked through this. Yeah, and we're totally, like, right. all for counseling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even if you're in a good place in your marriage. Well, it's good to have a person that's unbiased sitting yes. in the center that can yeah. see from both angles, right? Yeah. But sure. I, I'm very emotional and can lash out within my emotion. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I actually... And this is not how it should be forever. Mm-hmm. But I started emailing him how I was feeling because I could mm. flesh out all of my words and then I could sit with it and go, okay, I might feel that way, but that's not a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Like in the way mm. I would word something. So I would send him emails. That, because like, like edit it too probably. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Because I was realizing in the heat of the moment, I was saying things that were probably clouding how you were receiving mm. what I was trying to say. Yeah. So I I remember one night, I think I sent him an email at like one thirty in the morning. <laughs> but I'm like, I gotta get it out and yeah. I just knew that this is a this is currently the way that for myself I can get my thoughts out and sit mm. with the Lord with them 
and then give them to him. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I think, I think we're still working on communication, but it yes. is a very large component, um, mm-hmm. especially of a marriage. And I think that's one of the things we learned along the way. And we're, right. and again, we're, we're still navigating that, but, yeah. um, you know, it's, and everything we dealt with was, was even over, over past lives and pre-marriage. So mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you think you're like, well, that's before I met my spouse. Right. And, um, we, you know, we have perceptions in our mind that like, oh, once I get married, right. it's a, it's a fresh start and, right. it, and it is so to speak. But at the same time, we all have stuff, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. we, and we, we, we bring that into a marriage and it's not that, you know, we should be living in the past, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we need to find a way to move, I think, forward. Yeah, move right. forward to communicate that make sure you're on the same page right. I think that's from from a communication standpoint that's something that we've learned right. we're working on we're right. navigating we can always do right. better at but it's a matter of in the heat of the moment it's hard to look at your spouse and sit there and say I love you but also not want to you know use choice words right. or, or or convey your your, your emotions or, or your passion mm-hmm. in that time so um, that's a big one to die to self in speech. Yes. Yeah. And so I think what I think what we're working so on is when you get to those times, yeah. you know, how do you how do you take a time out? How do you right. sit back, collect your thoughts, and then like she said, it's for right. her it's emails from Manny to process through stuff. <laughs> I'm a logic person, so okay. um and then coming back and right. communicating that to okay. draw on the same page. Because you really right. are when you're doing that, you're not just hurting um the other person, you're hurting mm. yourself. That's you true. are one. And yeah. so um, yeah. You don't think of it that way, though, right. but it's it's nice to keep that at the forefront of your mind. Well, it makes me think of our relationship with the Lord. Like, yeah. if we aren't continually bringing stuff before him, he's going to mm. dig it out yep. of the dark and wait till he, we even confess it, really. Mm-hmm. I think he's waiting for just that from us. But anyway, mm-hmm. as you're saying that, how marriage does point us to Christ mm-hmm. and how that is something he wants from us and how we do feel cut off from him until we, like, come bare before mm-hmm. him and we're like, Lord... I know you already see this thing. <laughs> right. I'm sorry but, for it. Yes. Yeah. It's like you can't hide it from him. He can probably read it all over our faces. Yeah. And I think what's really important about that imagery, yeah. um, because that should be the forefront of our mind, right? Like yeah. how, how do we, you know, yeah. you know, husbands, how do we love our yeah. spouses as Christ loved the church? And, right. and, and, and so that's how I process through things. Mm. And it's not to say that if I'm sitting here thinking of the things I've done to, to you know, to hurt my Lord mm. and Savior and the things I've done against his will and stuff like that. Right. It's not to say that... I understand that they certainly don't disappoint or hurt him. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time with that relationship, you know, I, I understand that he can forgive me and, mm. he, you know, he can move past it. But it doesn't mean there still wasn't that hurt or mm-hmm. that, you know, I wish the you would have done that yeah, that, yeah mm-hmm. along right. the way. And oh, so gosh, yeah. I, th- I think that's what I try to think of mm. when I think of that that's relationship good. and reflecting it on a marriage. I like that. That's good. Okay. So you guys cover that great. So what's something that you envisioned? your marriage looking like on your wedding day that was a misconception or something that never really played out that you thought it might and then chelsea shocked me by saying she didn't have a misconception no she knew marriage is going to be boot camp yeah and she signed up <laughs> she so, signed up for boot camp willingly i was like Corey's gonna laugh at this answer but you'll probably I be like this. yeah that was totally my wife so I take everything very especially with my faith because of my past which i know we'll talk about a little bit yeah like, it's all or nothing to me. And when I decided to get married, that was a choice where I'm like, this is not going to be easy. I wasn't really, I don't think about the funness of things. I can kind of be a fun sucker, to be totally honest. So I think I went into it from an earthly perspective. Probably most young women would have said, wow, you're really like cynical about that. Hmm. Because for me, like I said, I did not expect it to be easy. I didn't expect it to always be fun. 
I've just always looked at marriage as like God either calls you to it or he doesn't call you to it. Very black and white for me in that. And if you're called to it or you're not called to it, it's because um, that's how he's growing you closer to him and the things he's teaching you in and through that. And while those things are good and it's good to have that mindset and to think that way, I also realize that that way of thinking and only that way of thinking has kept me in a place of not knowing to how to have the fun that I think God wants in our marriage. Like I said, I can be a total fun sucker. And I guess I didn't think the fun would take so much work. But when I think of my personality and the way I can lean um, very black and white or even pessimistic at times, mm. it's really hard to have fun when you're in that. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I think it wasn't really a misconception with how what marriage is. I think it's I didn't value all of the things that God wants in marriage. Okay. So. So you didn't have the rose-colored goggles going in. No, I was like, I remember telling somebody, I'm like, I know this is going to be really hard. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's funny. Yeah, I, I think from my standpoint, you know, when you're when you when you choose to get married and you go beyond that dating or that. Mm. You know, you know that relationship I, you know that that's always a fun stage for people you're you're usually doing fun things right. even if you don't like what you're doing you're like oh this will still be fun I'm did going you guys up. have fun in that season oh we yeah, have oh, fun. There yeah, was. yeah yeah for sure and i think both that's where we even find ourselves now we're like oh we used to be willing to do <laughs> yeah, things we're like, with one we another that fun. now we're like nah i don't want to do that yeah um and so that's and that's funny. and that's that's mm-hmm. hard and that's 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 sometimes a self-reflection when you're like oh how did we get to yes. where we don't enjoy that anymore and yes. how do we get back there and yeah. that's you know something we we, we try to navigate now even right. but I, I think you know when you when you're in that place beforehand I think the, the misconception for me is that you know I knew it's going life is going to change but mm. when you go from hey if this doesn't work out I just go back mm. to myself to now like there is no going back to just being by myself you know right. I think especially as, as Christians we enter a marriage saying like that's that's it this right. is a, this is a lifelong and an internal bond right and so there's no quitting option right. and that's the way I approach it mm-hmm. and so when you get in those tough times you're like how do we get out of this mm. and so and, and you really can't prepare yourself for that right. you can't and, you know you can read and, right. and do whatever you right. want to do but until you get into that time you don't know how to navigate and you don't know how you're going to respond and you don't know how your spouse is going to respond right. and so I think that was um probably one of the hardest things because I'm a non-confrontational person I like to okay. diffuse but I got yeah. married to someone who doesn't diffuse um and I'm was, very confrontational yeah, or, or I or I can't I can't really talk her down mm. and so that's that's difficult for me mm. um and so it's willing it's one of those things where you just have to kind of pray through like mm. what's what's what you know if I can't do it who you know who can and so you kind of have to rely though on the Lord yeah to to, right. to, to talk her talk her off that it's gonna clip. be the Holy Spirit yeah because mm-hmm. you can't just like Stop it, you know. Yeah. And, and so again, we talked earlier about you know trying to find a place where you get those timeouts and stuff where you get emotional, and that's right. something we're we're trying to figure out. But it's uh, you can't you don't control everything. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So when you say that the timeout emotionally, do you just take a step back? That has not successfully yeah, happened. That's how it's supposed to work. That's a hard one. Though. I know. Do you have if you lead by emotion? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the the, the, the concept, we're not successful in that mission. <laughs> yeah. The the concept is is that if you're going to get to a point where things you need to diffuse the situation, yeah. you, you take a time out, out and you but, come back uh, to it twenty four hours later. Uh, yeah. You, you yeah you find a time where you make sure you come back to it though because you don't want to just brush everything under the rug. Right. Um, that's hard. Well, so we're working on it. Yeah. So taking things to the Lord or praying through it. Have you guys ever 
done that together? Does that help? Does it help more to do it on your own and then come together and talk about it? Or do you find yourself just being a good spot with the Lord? Maybe you've talked to him about it, then you see each other and it kind of just implodes there and everything he told you just Mm. goes out the window you know how how do you or how could that like I guess it's just the practical how could you do that better like maybe coming to him together instead of trying to like Mm. in this season right now like the season that we're in the season we've come out of honestly the whole first five years of our marriage yeah even we were dating I think we have prayed more separately than together we would both agree with that that's something that like we need to do better and we have said Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. like more than just like over a meal right but because we are growing and I like I said I really feel like we're going into that season of like revival and new in our Mm -hmm. marriage like he's Mm -hmm. doing a new thing Mm -hmm. because I think currently the way we just flush things out with the Lord is so different. And yeah. we prayerfully, we're very different, which I think we should be. Yeah. But right now we need to be, we need to do it more. But I think we've gone to the Lord separately because we don't really know what to do with one another right, in right. the hard places. Yeah. So. That could be a good thing. Because that might be hard in the moment. In the moment like to sit and, and do. bring your emotions into that. But I think easy. that. As a family, especially now that we do have Cam. Yeah. I think it should be done together. And But I think if it's an issue that we're having with one another, like if he's upset with me about something, probably, or vice versa, I should only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. If I'm having an issue with him, I know I need to go to the Lord first before mm. I'd be like, hey, can we pray about how annoying this is? Because mm. that's how it would come out of my oh. mouth. <laughs> There'd be like, Right. That's probably what I would say. Mm. And there's not much grace in that. Mm. So I'd probably need to go to the Lord and be like, hey, can we pray about whatever? Right. So so choice of words is important. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And even frame of mind, I think, is the biggest thing. Because oh, yeah. I agree. I, I don't think praying together is really natural for most people. I've, you know, I've talked to a lot of guys in my men's group. And yeah. um, a lot of them, even if they've been married much longer than we have, mm. you know, st- still don't. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's the way it should be. I obviously right. think it should be the other way around. No, but I, I think just, it's part of the fall. Yeah. Why it doesn't happen. It's, it's like it, a sin yeah, issue. It yeah. just, it just, it's weird because it... You know, I think that's part of what the enemy tries to do is make you think that it's unnatural. It feels unnatural right. until you've done it enough. And then, right. and then, you know, yeah. it, it gets, you get to a point where all of a sudden it like, yeah. it feels like the, the pride right. it should be. And so, mm-hmm. um, I agree. We, we definitely have room to improve on that yeah. front. We have gotten better at that, especially mm-hmm. in big things. It is very hard to pray together in right. the heat of the moment. And I think right. that's a matter of maturity that we mm-hmm. haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. Um, because, you know, how do you take your biases and your mm. opinions and probably most importantly your emotions out of it in that moment and, 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 and come to the Lord together and um, yeah. try to navigate that season. That's, that's, a, that's an emotional maturity I think that we're not at mm. yet. But at the same time, I can, you can certainly see how that would help and improve mm-hmm. a marriage when you can get you to that I almost literally have to like hold your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like physically. Right? Like yeah. I think it's our mouth that gets us in the most. I mean, it's coming from our heart. Yeah. Because out of the heart, the mouth speaks. But yes. like... To simmer down in that moment to not just yeah. explode. Yeah. yeah. But, I, yeah. but I think we've done better. At, you know, that's the, and that's, that's in 
um, tense situations right. and, and usually when you're when you're there's a conflict right. um, but there's obviously a lots of other situations that come up where they may be tense or stressful yeah. or anxious right. and, but it's not a it's not a me versus you right thing. yeah I it's mean, like re- we're re- both feeling yeah or you're, you're dealing with an event or you're you know a loved one or a friend mm-hmm. or family member is dealing with something you mm-hmm, feel mm-hmm. the need to come together in prayer and so that's mm-hmm. that's certainly something um, I yeah. think we've, we've made some improvement yeah. on there too. That's mm-hmm. good. So you guys talk about your past, or you're talking about bringing past into a marriage, mm-hmm. and this is testimonies behind the matrimonies, and we all mm-hmm. have a testimony of how we came to Christ. You don't have to go into that, but Chelsea, we related on that, that we had similar testimonies, that we had promiscuous past, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of we're all around the party scene, mm-hmm. putting it lightly, I guess, mm-hmm. or just going mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm during the college years type thing. So how do you feel things from that Mm. specifically Mm -hmm. since we've talked about it have carried over into your marriage or things that you might have done or seen or whatever? Yeah. I think for me, um, and this is just truly showing like what a heart of brokenness looks like. Honestly, I feel like the Lord at the the beginning, like completely rescuing me out of that. But Mm -hmm. Then there's consequence, and you and I have talked about right. that a lot being together here recently. Yeah. Um, but I think going into marriage with brokenness in the way I did, I've had, and you will fully agree with these, but deep mm-hmm. trust issues and deep insecurities in myself. Mm-hmm. And my past has, unfortunately, in a lot of ways, it's falsely labeled men and women. Mm-hmm. My mind gets really consumed with like, mm-hmm not being able to trust people or not trusting people with my feelings or not trusting men's judgment with girls that might have acted like mm, me. Right. And cuz you knew what you were doing yes, your mindset was yes. back then. And so that's right. been something that I've just really had to like sit with and I still sit with it a lot with the Lord because I mm. It's weird how the enemy can deceive you even when you're like out of something still. Right. Yeah. But, like, even doing this episode with Corey, like, this has been very hard for me. Mm-hmm. Doing this is hard for me because I'm, like, I'm trusting him to sit down and share about our marriage with me. Like, fleshly Chelsea is, like, don't trust him with that. That's, like, and, and so it's weird, but that's also, I know Satan doesn't want us to come together and glorify God through our marriage and through what he's doing. Yeah. And I think of our pastor said at our wedding, um, for what God has joined together, let no man separate. Mm-hmm. And I've realized that... I can't keep letting my past get in the way of where God is taking us and where he's taking our marriage. And even just doing this podcast episode, me wanting to be like, oh, no, I don't want to do this with him. Like, that's allowing Satan, that's allowing the lies Mm. to separate us and take from that. And so realizing that separation isn't just a form of, like, someone coming in and wrecking Mm. a relationship. It's, like, the lies that come in. And the enemy wanting you to exclude someone from something, you know? Right. Well, there's, like, fear. Yeah. And usually when we push past fear. Yes. On the other side, there's something, like, glorious. I was going to say glorious and beautiful. And he doesn't want us to have that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's my biggest thing is I brought in trust issues and insecurities and then projected them on him. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think, you know, she's, mm-hmm. I think Chelsea's done a great job at identifying that there's mm-hmm. something there that needs worked on and worked through. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as I, I look back at it, you know, I'm very much the, um, the opposite of Chelsea. I'm very much a, 
my past is my past. I leave it in the past. I leave her past, like, you know, because that's one of the things, as, as, she, as she's dealing with everything, I don't go back and, like, look at her past. And, and she's right. like, I never think of that stuff. Right. Um, you know, I, we, we've, we've talked about this before, but I, you know, I understand. And I know sometimes she hates when I say this because it feels cliche, but, you know. Yeah. I, I'll, pl- I'll plug my ears. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I know that uh, Christ loved us isn't conditional. And mm. so our love to one another is not shouldn't be conditional to. And mm. so that's where, you know, I think we, I, I can't sit there and look at her and say, hey, I will love you if, and mm. then check whatever the, you know, fill in the right. blank. I didn't know that's what I was going to say. I didn't plug my ears. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like one of those lame, forgive and forget. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just, it's uh, when you, again, we all have stuff. We yeah. talked about that earlier. And so right. when you bring that in, it's not a... um. You know, you can't choose mm-hmm. after you say I do to go, oh, I didn't know or, right. oh, I didn't sign up for this. Right. Um, and, oh, I'm not going to love you now right. because of whatever that may be. Right. Um, it's unconditional. You know, just like Christ doesn't sit there on the cross and sit there and say, oh, I didn't know you were going to do that. Yeah. Um, or I'm not going to forgive you for, I'll forgive you for most things, but not that thing. Yeah. So. But I will say, mm-hmm. if there are things in your past that you're keeping from them, choosing, knowingly keeping from them. Share it before you get married because it is going to be 10,000 times harder to work mm. through as a married couple. Yeah. And just me speaking, when things like that have come out, I have felt like, why didn't you think enough of me to share it with me before? So there is a level of transparency that I believe if you are knowingly withholding things, you do need to share those. I believe we're called to share them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, and again, they're, they're obviously we have we have two very different opinions as we're very opposite in a lot of things. A lot of us, yeah. um, you know, I guess I, I think through things of hey, mm-hmm. you know, what what we did before we were married, mm-hmm. you know, shouldn't shouldn't necessarily be brought up into the into the marriage. However, Chelsea speaks a very good point there that it does come up somehow, and you know, just because mm-hmm. you did something doesn't mean it's it's not going to impact your future. And so, yes, right. you would save yourself a lot of heartache to be right. to have those upfront. And, and open conversations. Um, but to also, right. I think in order to get there, you have to just work on yourself and be prepared. And I, right. I think that's one of the things we've learned that maybe we didn't take the proper steps mm. to work on ourselves to get right. ourselves there or right. maybe maybe slow down the process. But that doesn't right. change once you're in the marriage. Right. You still have to continue to work right. through yourself. Or there can be the balance of bringing things to each other but also protecting maybe the gory details yeah. of everything because yes. then you can't get things out of your head, right? Maybe mm-hmm. it's just, hey... Right. This. Right. Because yeah. I yeah. will say, like, before we got married, and I remember you said this to me, um, we went through, pre- we actually did pre-engagement classes. Oh, wow. We did, like, pre-pre. <laughs> we wanted to be <laughs> really sure. Yeah. Um, but cool. I remember, and this is just the difference between he and I, and that's okay. You need different people because you can't have two people like me because you'd probably be exhausted. But I went through all of my junk. Literally all of it. Put I, I was like, I don't want to walk into my marriage with a single thing mm-hmm. taking up housing in, in my mind Got that it. I, you know. And so it's also a personality thing. And not mm-hmm. that that's against you because you're not like right. me. Yeah. Right. And again, two people like me would probably be exhausted. Right. So it is. I know it goes with just like who you are and everyone's at a different place in their faith with the Lord. But for me, I was like, I want to walk into marriage Free, no shackles, mm-hmm. no bondage. Like yeah. the veil is torn. Right here we go. Right, right, yeah. So you guys had those discussions in that. Yeah, and sometimes free place. <laughs> yeah, I was like, here we go. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so that's really good. And I just think it's so cool because when we talk about the hard things or our past, 
It's just owning our weaknesses because in that he's strong mm-hmm. and that Jesus is not done with us yet. Mm-hmm. He's still working on us and we can be confident knowing that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I don't yeah, want... Yeah, I think that's big because like I, I remember hearing it said that like marriage doesn't fix anything. No. Right? And so just because you get married doesn't mean that you're perfected or done right. or the other person is and right. if anything it just makes it harder because now you have to navigate through that with someone else you know who you're supposed to put first right. above yourself right i think i think that's the is certainly something to point out to somebody that's considering it um yeah. you know, considering marriage is that i mean everyone knows you know you don't take it lightly it is, is a big step and big decision right. But the more you can do, I think, beforehand, I think Chelsea's exactly right, that yeah. the, the more you can save from having potential heartaches and pains, because it just snowballs. Right. And I think that's what we, we, we found out from, right. from, from Yeah, because you've seen... From both sides. My insecurities, which it's not your fault that they got worse, yeah. Yeah. but from your stuff, my stuff has been... It, it's like, like you said, it snowballs, and it just gets really... Tricky. Out of control mm-hmm. when... It's like, why, how do we get yeah. here? Well, yeah, and you find yourself, I think you found it's harder for you to work through things when then just something else gets added to the pile. Right. Yes. And so, um, you know, yeah. it's we already have stuff that's difficult in our lives, right. and if you're trying to navigate through that, it's harder when it keeps getting top, poured on top Man, of it. Man, I'm like, here, let me get out the filing cabinet. Right, well, yeah, and there's some things that are just going to take time, like healing yep. yeah. just takes time. Yes. Like you, Like, I felt God showed me, like, there's some, like, soul scars on there, mm. you know, like, Scars are good because that means that something's healed. Yes. But some things are wounds that are mm. in process mm-hmm. and that takes time. Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love though that you said the word you felt is revival, revival. over your marriage. Mm-hmm. So what are some things you guys want to leave in 2019? Because mm. we're now in 2020. So focusing on those things mm-hmm. that you want to leave behind, not focusing on your spouse's thing, but owning the thing mm-hmm. maybe you want to leave behind and bring into 2020 in regards to your marriage? Um, I just think for me personally, bringing up the past has to die. I told him, I like looked him in the eyes on <laughs> December 31st. I was like, the past dies tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it dies tonight. Um, and there have even been a few times where I've just looked at him and I've said, hey, I'm feeling this way right now. Like, I just want to share that with you. I don't bring anything up, but I tell him how I'm feeling. And he's been able to say like, I'm really sorry. Can I like the one night you were like, can I give you a hug? Mm. But literally being like, it's dying. There's no more room for it. Mm -hmm. Um, A tree can't bear new fruit Mm. if it hasn't, the dead fruit hasn't been cut away. Mm. And so you can't have revival without (laughs) the stuff staying where it's supposed to be. Yeah. So I guess what I just desire most for our marriage and, (laughs) 2020 and moving forward i mean i hope this is like forever and beyond (laughs) but just having fun together like pure gifted Mm -hmm. god-given joy Mm. is what i want Mm. yeah not want i desire i'm like i don't just want it god it's like a desire of my heart yeah i love that yeah i think i think for me the one thing that i i really want to leave behind is just being comfortable and that's both in Mm. um our marriage mm-hmm. as well as um in my my own spiritual mm. walk yeah um as chelsea and i navigated everything last year um that's what actually got me to a point where i realized i wasn't doing much for either of those mm. and so you know you you think I'm, I'm i'm called to be the head of the household the head of my family mm. the spiritual leader right. you know i think it's easy as guys sit there and say 
our marriage is fine, you know, mm-hmm. our our life is fine, mm-hmm. um, but but fine's not what we're called for. Mm-hmm. I certainly not. It's not like I made a a leap in twenty nineteen where all of a sudden it's like, gosh, we're we're light years ahead right. of where we used to be. <laughs> um, but it's a matter of identifying that that role that that I think I needed to be in mm-hmm. and continuing to challenge and push myself, uh, which is hard. <laughs> Very hard in a marriage, especially when, when you're supposed to lead your spouse. And mm-hmm. again, it doesn't mean you're not going to have those difficult times. So and I, when your spouse is very <laughs> domineering in the moment. Yeah, or or um, we'll, we'll certainly keep pushing and pushing and pushing. So yeah. how do you diffuse the situation knowing that mm-hmm. you're called to, to help help help, uh, mm-hmm. you know, help her off that cliff, so to speak? Yeah. Um, so it's 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 learning to to be the leader there. It's learning mm-hmm. to be the man that I feel I'm called to be, yeah. um, and that's in my family, in my community, all mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. So um, just trying not to get comfortable with that because I know myself, yeah. and I certainly, it's very easy for me to get back there. And I've even seen it since then. You know, I'll right. take I'll take a couple steps forward, and then yeah. all of a sudden I'm like, wow, this feels great. And right. then you kind of simmer, and then a couple of weeks go by, and you're like, oh gosh, I really haven't. Then I feel like I let that go by the wayside, right. and then you kind of ramp back up. Yeah. So. that's why God gave him me. <laughs> and yeah. vice Honestly, versa though, but literally if you have someone kind of in that same personality type mm-hmm. yeah that's why i love when i meet couples they are very much <laughs> yeah opposites yeah a lot of time yeah mm-hmm. in those ways but you mm-hmm. said you started in study has mm-hmm. that changed things or mm-hmm. like how have you seen that help maybe in that Goal, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think uh, the the group I've I've um, found myself to has just been mm-hmm. just been awesome. I mean, yeah. we, we even obviously get to meet out outside a group because there's there's a deep bond connection there with a lot of the guys, and yeah. we all identify the fact that life is we're not meant to do it alone, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and that's not just with a spouse, but we're meant to be in community with one another. And right. I think having that band of brothers is something mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm you know, every guy should have. And yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I always look forward to that, to that time I have mm-hmm. with those guys. Um, you know, we've got a, 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 a text group going on so you can, okay. you know, you can always reach out and, yeah. and, and say, Hey, I had any prayer or I need help or you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's what it's for. That's cool. Um, just guys to keep you pointed in the right direction. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's awesome. So I'll ask another question in a second. Yeah. Cause I want to know like passions or like mm-hmm. things that like, yeah might blend together here in a second but chelsea (laughs) Mm -hmm. you have a podcast yes i'm gonna be on it i'm excited i know i can't wait (laughs) it's called living with less podcast yes and you just are newly writing for ibelieve.com yep so those are exciting things and you're also a stay-at-home mom yes so that's something that i'm sure has grown you spiritually Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. how you're saying you want to let things die yeah the past yes so moving forward into 2020 with these mm-hmm. things, how how is that going to look for 2020? It's really cool how God prepares us for things. And you and I have also been spending so much time talking about that this weekend. Mm-hmm. In 2019, when he put this podcast on my heart, when he put Living With Less podcast on my heart, it was all about living with less of the things, getting in the way of who he's calling me to be. And mm-hmm. John 3.30, he must increase and I must decrease. Mm-hmm. And... Every week's topic was something different Mm. that I have going on in my life that's getting in the way of who he's calling me to be. Mm. And so seeing all of those things every single week for a year. And now I remember getting to the end of 2019. I was feeling like, okay, this is like taking the layers down. And 2020 is like, all right, let's let's build this house. Mm. Like we're building this house on a rock. I like that. And I think that's in Second Peter somewhere. Uh-huh. It talks about that. Mm-hmm. And so for the podcast, I've seen like 
just the fruit that's come in my life from everything he's taught me. Yeah. And so now it's just kind of getting to watch him do the same thing. Right. But now kind of that foundation was laid last year. So mm-hmm. there's like the excitement in that that's cool. of just kind of the building process. And then right. for writing, um, that's something I'd really been praying about. Mm-hmm. I love to write. And I don't know, getting to like have the opportunity. Yeah. I think I told you I'd been praying and praying and praying. And I felt like right. I was not getting the open door. And finally, I'm like, Lord, I'll give this one last shot. shot. Like <laughs> if you want this door to open, yeah. like please let it open. Or if not, slam it. Right. And he opened the door and it was like Mm -hmm. unbelievable in the way that just all of it kind of trickled together. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the stay at home mom layer is it's interesting because God has been teaching me and working in my heart so much. And I think every person, if you have kids or not, um, can see like God gives us choices. Mm -hmm. And I think in becoming stay at home mom, but also doing a podcast and writing, it's what are you going to choose in this moment? Mm -hmm. And I know what I'm supposed to choose. And sometimes it is if there's a deadline mm-hmm. and that's a commitment. Right. Right. Then it's, okay, when Cam's napping, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go run around and do laundry and get the house together. It's you need to sit and write. Mm-hmm. You have a commitment. And so sometimes the choice looks really small, but I feel like he's really growing my faith and seeing like, what are you going to choose? Mm-hmm. So that's just been cool. Yeah, to see that balance. So mm-hmm. then what are mm-hmm. some of like your, do you have any like, passion projects or like something you'd want similar you want to start a podcast Corey? no, 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 no <laughs> he no. would love to do a fantasy football yeah. like <laughs> vlog or something yeah. okay so it's football he loves football ohio is known for college football college football right? Central Ohio. yeah he oh, also Central loves ohio. the nfl so making like game day drafts with like youth and then like do a bible study oh my gosh oh my gosh you're calling Mark Shelley. Yeah, we'll cool. see. Well, so, so, so we have, we have, we have very different passions when it comes to okay. Chelsea. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea very much is a you know she wants to to, to mentor and lead mm. and stuff like that. I am very much an access service person. Okay. And so, okay. um, I don't I don't have that same desire she mm. does, but I'm you know I've always been more than happy to help do things okay. and, and you know you either you know get my hands dirty and get right. into stuff like that. You've been on mission trips, yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you said you went to Africa. Yeah, built, built a house, and you know I've done things where I've changed oils okay. like all those oh. all those things mm-hmm. so okay um that's how, that's how i feel i always feel called to serve okay um so how could those one of my questions was mm. how have you been able to use your skills or passion to serve god together and if you haven't had that together i'm going first with this what would, you go first with it. maybe it's a dream that's i know have yes. conceived right now but like what would that how would that so, look like like how would you guys blend that together i this is how i feel honey but we haven't really had a chance to serve God mm-hmm. together, but I know that it's coming. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, or no, not even I think, I believe it's going to start in our home with just the way we serve one another and serving Cam and all of that. And like I said, revival, like it starts in your home. Right. And then the overflow is what starts blessing other people. Mm-hmm. And me being assertive and direct and loyal mm-hmm. and I get very full of vision, and then if God puts something in my heart, it's like, I am executing this plan. Like, Lord, you put it in me. It's happening. But I feel with Corey, you know, he's a quiet thinker. He is a quiet processor, and he's a loyal friend, like, with his men's group. Like, I can see that. And he wants to show up for his people. Mm. And I think when you blend us together on our best days, this is kind of like a dream of mine that I've been praying since Cam was in my belly. Mm. (laughs) But I can just see, and I'll probably cry, I can just see... Um, 
our home full of Cam's guy friends Mm. and just like bursting at the seams with them and just having our home be a safe place to land for them and getting to be like a second mom to them Mm. and for Corey to be their guy like Mm. you know just that's just something that I feel like I can see and that when they come in our home like they don't just see God's word on the walls or on picture frames or things but like they literally feel it because the way we get to love on them yeah I would I would agree I think that's one one of the things we 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 certainly have some room to grow on that step too because or that front too because uh again um we do we just don't naturally have that same passion of how how we I think how we love others is not the same yeah (laughs) um at the same time that is one of the things we've 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 talked about and tried to do and Mm. that was more of opening up our home to to others and trying to find a way to 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 do that better and so my guess is that would probably be the the one front where we would come together as well yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I mean that's I've, I've always liked the phrase "blessed to be a blessing to others," mm. and so um, yeah, you know, and you guys have a beautiful home to do that. Yeah. Oh, you're sweet, yeah, really. You. And so it's how do you how do you pour that out to mm-hmm. to, to others and, right. and you know make make others feel welcomed and yeah. Uh, and something I want to say to that I don't know why but this just like really came over me. I don't ever want it to be like our house has to be bigger or our house has to be nicer because oh, we yeah, want every sure. well no what I'm saying is. Because every we want his friends to come here. Like I don't want it to be because the stuff. Mm. I don't want it to be because the space or a backyard or a pool or yeah. a whatever things boys want in a house. Mm. I literally want it to be like I want to go to Mr. and Mrs. Demas's house and hang out with Cam because I feel really loved there and I can talk to him about anything. Mm. And I want it to be because of truly how they feel and not what they see not something cool i wanted to be mm. like jesus you know yeah i feel like that's i don't want to ask any more questions <laughs> right i know i'm like i feel like that's, that's perfect place in. all right well thank you guys be sure to follow on instagram at the marriage project co or check out the website www.themarriageproject.co to see all the photos that accompany each testimony behind each matrimony And be sure to subscribe for the community newsletter to get each episode sent directly to your inbox.